up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking... Uh, feeling, you know, anything you're feeling physically or you're dealing with emotionally. It could be changes in weather or routine. Whatever it is that's keeping you awake, whether it's something that's happened recently or something you're thinking about from the past or you're thinking about from the future or just something I haven't experienced. The one thing, even if I haven't been through it, I can relate to lying there, uh, tossing and turning and being unable to, uh, to fall asleep, and that's part of the reason I make this show. And I think I forgot to say, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. We're going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place to take your mind off of all that stuff that may be keeping you awake. I may have already said that. Uh, and uh, what, what, what the safe place is, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use uh, like these lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Uh, wings of pointlessness. Ideally, I'll be gliding. Uh, like, uh, what are those called? The thermals. I don't have, like, uh, I saw a bird uh, on the thermals today, and but I couldn't think of the word. I said, hey, would it, look at that bird up there. It's on those, uh, just like that. So sometimes a podcast carries, the spill, that's podcast spillover. And so if you're new here, well, well, if you're not new here or you're new here, here's a little update. This is the first time this has ever happened with the podcast intro. I'm having hot cocoa uh, during the podcast intro. Excuse me one second. Yeah, I'm having a hot cocoa. I don't know what the mouth noise will be. It doesn't sound too bad, but I'm I'm trying to be sensitive in my angling towards the mic. Uh, but this is the first time I'm having hot cocoa during a podcast intro. Almost rhymes, cocoa and intro. They're kind of r- related. They're, yeah, I mean, like I can hear the questions coming in from the audience within my brain. Yes, there are many marshmallows, about five. Uh, I think they're melted at this point. Okay, two, yeah, it was a package of instant, this is a live press conference that has interrupted the Sleep With Me podcast about hot cocoa. Uh, But excuse me, I'm going to interrupt this press conference just to talk to new listeners, then I'll be back to answer that riveting question about the package of hot cocoa. If you're new here, welcome. Podcast a little bit different. As you, you've heard and as you'll see, you don't need to pay too close of attention to me. I'm a little bit you know, silly and goofy, uh, so, you, but you, so you're under no pressure to listen. You're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour, and here's what you can expect. We, we open the show with you know, five minutes of business, kind of giving credits and paying the bills, uh, then we'll, we have an intro, which are about four minutes into. Usually they're about 12 minutes long. And like a lot of people fall asleep to the intros, but you don't need to. It kind of like a, like a putting the foot in the bathwater or something. Or the, you're right. Uh, I guess I got to get back to that pref- press conference because it's metaphor rich. 
You're you're right, like the mini marshmallows and the cocoa. Oh, we got a lot of good questions. So okay, uh, right there down front. Yeah, it was a prepackaged instant. Is it called instant hot cocoa, or is all hot cocoa instant? You don't know. You're asking the questions. I'm answering them. Well, it was a packet. Yeah, it was the one like the kind you rip the top off of and you pour it in the cup. Okay, yes, you over there. Uh, no, that was, that's a very good question. The question, yeah, I know you can't hear the question, so I'll say them for you. Uh, the question was, did the package include the mini marshmallows? And uh, the answer is no. I had a separate bag of non uh, dehydrated, like puffed up, like mini uh, marshmallows in a bag, not the dehydrated kind that come, come in the uh, package. Uh, next question back there, uh, do I have a dislike of dehydrated mini marshmallows? No, I do not. Uh, it was a, it was a purchase based on anticipatory, like this, like I bought them at Trader Joe's and I did not see a package with mini marshmallows. Then later I was in an aisle and I saw a bag of mini marshmallows, so I purchased them. Yes, it was good planning. You're right, you're right about that. All right, I don't know if I have too much time to answer any more questions because I'm actually in the middle of a podcast intro, but I, I will answer the question that I know. I see a lot of hands up. What was the ratio of water, the milk ratio water? Well, is this good? Philosophically, in I can see why all, and all the hands went down. That's great. Oh wait, there's one more hand. Let me let me just let me just field this question. What was that question? Can I take a sip of hot cocoa again right now? Yes, I can. I just sipped some hot cocoa. Can you can you hear? Oh, another question. What's the temperature? Well, I think when I explain my liquid, when I answer those liquid questions. I, yeah, okay, now you're shouting out questions without me. What, what am I drinking out of? That is a good question, though. Uh, one of those travel mugs, because I'm in a podcast studio. I don't want to spill anything, and I'm, I'm clumsy, so I'm not a mug. So not a tr- I'm not a, you're consuming it in a traditional manner. You're right about that. It's in a travel mug, one that uh, you would normally drink coffee out of. This particular travel mug I only use for tea and hot cocoa and, like, cold drinks if I don't have anything else to drink it when I'm recording a podcast out of, but not coffee. I have my own coffee, travel mug for coffee only. No, no, I'm not taking any coffee-related questions today. I'm actually doing a podcast intro for my podcast, Sleep With Me. Which is kind of like, a, like, a, like ideally like a hot cocoa for bedtime. Uh, but, you know, even like like you don't have to drink it. Like you just listen to it and it makes your ears feel, oh, can I just answer the questions? Oh, boy. I don't know if any of my listeners are listening, but this is a tough crowd, these cocoa questions. Okay, I'll answer. This is the last question. So, the, according to the instructions on the package, it did not have an option, milk option. Uh, but what I was, I was in a hurry to record this podcast intro and get this press conference underway. So, what I did was I like boiled some water. I put the package in the cup. I poured the boiling water in the cup, but only halfway filled. Uh, stirred the hot cocoa mix until it was dissolved. 
added the mush marshmallows. No mushrooms. That was I was misspeaking. There's no mushrooms in my hot cocoa. And no, don't telegraph that across the transatlantic. It's marshmallows, not mushrooms. Uh, stirred the marshmallows. They they started to melt, but they did not melt. Then I finished off with cold milk, mixed again, and topped it off. So the temperature is not hot. It's like a, it's perfect temperature for cocoa, like a warmer than lukewarm cocoa that's not hot, so I could record a podcast intro. And that's it. Press conference is over. But I think that's what you describe this podcast as. Like, it's not hot like hot cocoa. And it's not cold like chocolate milk. It's like warm, but not lukewarm. Warm enough that you, well, let me sip it and let me see what you think. It's good. It's good. It, it is good. So that's what this podcast is. Not as hot as hot cocoa. So you don't worry. Got to worry about it. like like n- nothing. You know you don't got to be cautious. You just like you can take a sip without wondering. I mean, but you you won't. But it won't be cold. Like so, it'll be unfamiliar because you say, "Well, this isn't lukewarm, but it's not hot. But it tastes like hot cocoa. But it also tastes. I can't tell if it's water or milk because it's a mixture." And the ratio's off because you say, well, there's, there's some, co- like, there's one packet of cocoa in there, but it's in a 16 ounce travel mug. So, and it's exactly that's sleep with me. Uh, the podcast that puts you to sleep, that's not like hot cocoa. That's not like cold, like chocolate milk. That's kind of like half water, half milk uh, that has marshmallows from another bag. Uh, that, you know, that also tastes a little bit watery when you compare it to something super, it's not too rich, uh, that puts you to sleep. And if you're new here, if this is your first time, none of that might make any sense. If you've been here for four or 500 episodes, uh, still you say, well, that's par for the course. And if you're somewhere in between, you might be like deciding now, ideally, like you just say, well, geez, uh. Like, I, I can't think I kind of understand what he's talking about, it, but he tends to ramble. I'd say, yeah, so the whole idea of the podcast is I'll talk about stuff and you can kind of listen to me as an alternative to listening to whatever's keeping you awake or whatever uh, narrative or messaging you might be getting, whether it's internally or externally. You just listen to me ramble. You could picture me sipping on some warmer-than-lukewarm cocoa. I mean, that's about the, like, that's the description I get. Like, uh, like they don't have that setting on any apps uh, for, but they say, well, it's not, sw- I'd rather not swipe left or it'd say, well, it's kind of like a luke, not quite lukewarm. And then I'd say, okay, not quite lukewarm, which, well, but you know, a little bit warmer, maybe. And that's like, that is like a pretty good temperature to fall asleep. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure I'm totally being clear, but so this is a podcast, like if you're new here, give it a few tries, uh, see if, you know, t- test it, taste it, you know, like just with your ears, you know, you don't even have, you just say, well, okay, I fell asleep. Now this podcast doesn't work for everybody. So if you've already like, what is this? Like, uh, I'd say, give it one more try and then, you know, go from there. But I've been there, you know, I've been there lying there and unable to sleep. Uh, so I'm happy to have a chance to try to help you fall asleep. Uh, 
and uh, like I'm actually proud to do so. This silly stories like tonight we're going to talk about our superhero stories or kind of superhero like episodic related short stories or something. I don't know. I mean, maybe this, this, I didn't think a hot cocoa would make me so mellow, but I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm so mellow. I guess I'm more like right now I'm in like that marshmallow state after I've been in Luke. Maybe I'm, am I doing, am I projecting onto marshmallows within my warm cocoa? Cause I'm like feeling the energy of like a small marshmallow. Usually like this is where I really punch it. I say, I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep and thanks for stopping by. And that's always how I always feel. But right now I feel a bit like a marshmallow in lukewarm cocoa where I, where I say, I don't like, I think the marshmallow, like when it's in there, it probably says, I don't know who I am anymore. I mean, I know who I am. Don't worry about that. I'm, I'm just projecting onto the marshmallow. Oh, wait. So that would mean I'm just give like I'm just projecting meaning. Like the marshmallow, it just ruined a joke. I think that was actually somewhat funny because that is what the marshmallow is like. I don't know. And then maybe the dehydrated ones. You know, the ones that come in the normal ones you get in like a hotel room or whatever. Those ones must be like, oh, finally, like I get some liquid back in me. I absorb the liquid and then I feel uh, soft again. Sleep with me. The podcast that put, can put, you know, podcaster that puts meaning on anything. But but I guess my, my message is, like, I really love it when the podcast helps people fall asleep because I know what it's like. It's not going to work for everybody, but I really hope, and as I just said two seconds ago, I really yearn, I strive, I work hard because I care. And I hope I can help you fall asleep. So thanks, thanks, thanks so much for listening. Uh, welcome to our, welcome back to another episode of our episodic series. Another episode of our episodic series, uh, Super Doll Stories, which is a short. I guess uh, it's not short stories because uh, you know meandering uh, packet. And I wish I was a, like, not much of a salesperson, but the idea is to put you to sleep anyway. So how about this? Yeah, let me put the sales pitch here. Uh, tonight, another episode of our superhero-themed Superdoll Stories, episodic and packaged for your sleepy sleepiness. Uh, tales from our original series, Superdoll, uh, which was originally about a team of superheroes waiting to save the world. These are some of their stories told in an episodic package format that you can start wherever you wish. On another episode of a familiar voice returning but late. It's raining. Uh, those are the ladies, is the gentlemen, is the boys, the girls, and the friends beyond the binary. Uh, uh, did you, do you have a script? Did you, come on, man, it's just too... Uh, super dull. A stories, uh, yeah. That was pretty. I mean, I have to listen to it in the edit. Do you have an umbrella? You didn't sound like you. You, you must say you. You definitely need an umbrella. The way you said that. Uh, it's super dull stories, everybody. Okay, so I'm just in practice. This is a uh, thanks, everybody. I guess I need to project when I go out there. Thanks, everybody, for your applause, and yeah, it'll be hard for me. 
uh, would you the ready for me? Like, uh, just give me one second. I'm, I'm still Brian. Thanks, everybody. I'm really going to miss you all. Okay, I'm ready. Is he still talking now? Okay, I'm going in. And that's right, everyone. He'll be out here in a minute on stage. There, there he is. A little applause uh, for my co-founder. All you engineers know him as Mr. Anderson, I think, from that Matrix movie. And as I was saying before, you were supposed to wait till the music, Mr. Anderson, but uh, I know when we lost that contract that we, we a lot of your colleagues left to, to, to go to that much flashier, the flashier, you know, that CEO with the beard and the airplane company and the car company. Uh, when they took, beat us out for that contract. But you, those of you that have stayed behind, you haven't been left behind. And Philip's out here because we're here to both assure you, uh, you know, that, that things are going to be fine. Yeah, Philip looks a little scared. Uh, not now, Philip. We, we're not time, we don't have time to discuss it. You know, I think Philip agrees with me. We didn't found this company to just make money and lucrative government contracts, <laughs> did we? Yeah, because if right now we don't, we lost that contract. No, we founded this company. We created this company uh, to protect data, D-A-T-A, uh, because uh, the data infrastructure, you know, is the underlying foundation of our economy, and all of us here know that. And that's why we've dedicated ourselves. And, of course, we've always been on, on the, in the far edge of these things, uh, anticipating what the next thing is that we can heroically uh, put into a contract and be paid uh, to to oversee our nation's data. And currently, the great news that Philip has here that he's about to present to you not right now, that Philip is going to just touch on. You want me to cover it? Okay, so Philip wants me to cover it. Really put me on the spot here, buddy. Well, we are the only ones here. You know, the, the brilliant, my brilliant co-founder down there who refuses to come up on this podium. You know, he, he discovered uh, this new uh, pooling thing that our government still does not acknowledge even exists. And it's actually, and it's becoming a situation, and we are going to be the company uh, to step forward and deal with the blob. Right, Philip? It's a glob. It's globbed. Globbed. It's not a blob. It's globbed. Glob, glob, to deal with the glob. Globbed, globbed. It's like almost a silent D. Globbed. To deal, it's a blob, though. Correct, correct, Philip. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. This, wait, I didn't think this was what our. Hi, everybody. Hi. Um, this was unexpected. I wasn't expecting to talk to you about the globbed uh, today. Uh, in. Um, I'm not sure exactly what to, we'll just, just tell them about the blob, the glob, the blob. Well, it's not a dot. It's, it's a, like a, it's a, it's a pool. You were correct that it's a pooling of data and, uh, it's kind of like discarded data spillage that I've been tracking 
and running models of running models of theoretical models uh and like at what point is the data in the places it's pooling uh that at some point it's a massive amount it's hard to explain without any slides or anything uh but the glob is collection of data uh, and I, I, I mean, I'm theorizing in some models, in some models, it's become sentient. And so like, it's just, it's just, a, it's, it's just a theory. Oh, thanks. Let me take the mic from you, Philip. It just, you could go back down there. Thanks. No theoretical, so modest, so modest his brilliance. No, 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 no. He he's only being modest. He has discovered this blob of data uh, that is becoming sentient, and that could pose a risk uh, to the data uh, that is in our bank account. You know, all, all the data it, it could, and it, and we, you know, if, if in in the brilliance our, our government sees the wisdom uh, to offer us a contract, we can offer them solutions. And since Philip's the only one aware of this uh, bl- 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 blob, it's glob is just not a very good word, Philip. Right? And you you will be signing papers. Believe me, like uh, you can't you can't discuss this with anyone, even your family, uh, because we're the only ones aware of this. And we have a meeting, believe it or not, tomorrow, Philip, uh, to close the deal. And that deal will be much more lucrative than anything this because uh, keep keeping data in good shape is what we do here so thank you everybody and uh, be good news tomorrow believe me what are, what are you doing what are you what are you doing well do, do the they're filing out uh, let them get out of here I'm, what am I doing I'm saving the company uh, Philip saving a company yeah, I'm doing my part and you're gonna have to do yours tomorrow. And present to, to to the contractors when they arrive. Uh, just just show them the models that you showed me with the, the growing day, like how you had the that animated thing. I, I I was I was supposed to I was supposed to leave the company today. Yeah, but we just need tomorrow. We we just need to get this contract. You need to tell them how like exactly what's happening with this glob. Show them the models. And tell them, offer them a solution. But it's it's theoretical. No, no, it's a looming pool of data, as you told me. You, you like you just leave the theoretical part out of it, and all, tell them we're equipped to to do to to solve this problem, and then I'll do the rest. And if they ask any questions, just answer them technically, and I'm sure they'll have a tech person there. But, buddy, you're the smartest person I've ever met, so, and I didn't bring in those improv groups. You know, you'll be able to think on your feet. Just say yes and. You, but you're not supposed to say yes. Like I said, that would be, it wouldn't be, be, like, it's supposed to be out of the truth, saying yes and based on the truth. Uh, right, buddy, the truth that you want to save the company, save everyone that works here's jobs of the company you helped found. So people came to this company because, you know, don't you want to keep their jobs safe? But the the thing is, it's not real. It's it's a theory that, it, like, these data streams could pool. I, I don't understand, like, uh, like uh, how it's looming. 
It's just a theory of something that could happen conceivably of all the things that could happen, like a platypus happened. Okay, that's good. Just you could like exactly talk about maybe we could name our solution uh, Project Platypus. I think I'll have them put that on the front of the report. And, you know, don't, like, uh, I guess glob does sound very technical. So I guess, no, no, it's globna. Like, it's a little D at the end, globna. Okay, just, can we just make it a silent, I, I'd prefer blob or glob. No, it's globna. The last D's for data, otherwise it doesn't work. Okay, buddy, you just use, like, you, you just use globs of data then to prove the glob. And just sell sell them on the fact that that we we this is proprietary data proprietary algor- algorithms that you've written and modeling systems that only we're capable of tracking the glob. See, I can do it. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part, Philip. And he, like uh, that, we we're the ones developing solutions to, to, to mitigate the glob and the glob mitigation. That's what Project Platypus is about. Yeah, but I don't understand how we would mitigate something that doesn't quite exist. Uh, come on, uh, you know you do, don't don't play don't play. You're too smart to play this game with me now. I know you want out of the company, and I know you're tired of constantly selling things uh, that you're not comfortable with. And but you're you're here, and if we get this contract. You can leave. It, I mean, it'll be once the com- contract is implemented, uh, because we, you know, we'll, we'll be w- developing a working glob, glob mitigation model, and you could stay. Don't worry. If this is big because the glob, the glob is big, just like you said. If all the data spillage from all the radio, every device is leaking data. Everything, and if that data is really pooling somewhere, and the data becomes, just play out what really could happen. Will it just be a pool of sentient data, but it would be disembodied more or less, uh, so it wouldn't really, like, it's just an interesting theory. That's what I'm, that's what I'm, like, uh, like, there's nothing to mitigate. It, it would be, be interference, but the, the locations it's most likely to pool due to Electro, okay, don't start with the electromagnetic. I mean, save that for the meeting. And maybe think of some other thing about, uh, what do you mean, disembodied? So, uh, like, add something, like the platypus, that was good. Can't you think of any, anything, uh, more, the, blob, the blob part of it? Like it's a sponge, it's a data sponge. The, 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 like that, the data is going to attract other data. The, there will be more. There'll be more than leakage or spillage. There'll be more spillage. There'll be leakage in addition to spillage. And uh, uh, that the 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 glob would be absorbing that, uh, just like a sponge. Do some reading about sponges. Or. So just look up what you can, learn what you can about sponges, and be ready tomorrow, okay? Okay, great, okay, great. Um, okay, I get you. yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. And by the magic of podcasting, the next time we see Philip, he looks a little bit older. 
and he's dressed in uh, all in like a gray uh, suit, but not a business suit, a jumpsuit, and he's walking down a long hallway, a linoleum floor, and white walls uh, towards someone. Armstrong, over here, there's uh, two guys waiting for you. Uh, is it my is it my lawyer? Uh, no, Armstrong. It's two. Uh, it's two. I don't know where they're from. They they had. Uh, they're from the government. I, I'm not. They said they're on a need to know basis. So it's not that person that she, she was the woman that was sending me the postcards. It's not her. Uh, no, in into this interview. Okay. Oh hi, I'm Mr. Armstrong. How are you doing today? Well, it's, it's uh, like another day here at a. Uh, Yes, Mr. Armstrong. Have a seat. It's been ten years since you were uh, that you've been here at uh, this. Uh, it's been ten years that you've been here under lock and key after misleading. You know those contracts. It's uh, you were the one signing on the dotted line, misleading. Uh, really, too bad, Mr. Armstrong. Uh, but uh, this 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 is uh, my coworker, and we're to remain nameless. Uh, but we've been reviewing some of your theoretical data from back then. We had a couple of questions. Okay, so which which government are you? Which is like? Because uh, as a thing, I thought I would like my my like. I thought I was going to get it. Like I thought, well, Mr. Armstrong, did you had? Are you trying to advocate for something? Well, yeah, just like to like. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll answer your questions. I don't really. I kind of remember. This is about the globed? Yes, Mr. Armstrong, the globed. Uh, go, go ahead. Okay, Mr. Armstrong, we've been reviewing uh, things, as as he said. And we, we were wondering, like, when you were running your models and you started to theorize about your sponge model that you pre- presented to us, and then at the end, you know, you, 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 you talked about how it was all manufactured, how you couldn't take. But before that, so we've been reviewing the tapes of your presentation and the data. And we've been wondering with the globed and you, like your sponge theory that you came up with. You said you were up the whole night before making all. That was a story that you just made up. Yeah, it was just a, like I was reviewing the data. And, yeah, like, it just didn't seem uh, that we'd be able to sell you on the contract if it was disembodied, that there was just pools of data. Well, yeah, that, that, that was it never made very much sense. Anyway, disembodied pools of data have to pool somewhere. Uh, but your sponge theory was interesting to us as we were reviewing it. And we started to wonder... You know, why you chose the sponge of all where data would pool from. Uh, why is it, why are you asking me these questions about the glob? I mean, I just made it up like that, like that. I just like I've just made it up on the spot. Well, the, like, uh, because we, we like the idea of the sponge is that there's a jelly in the sponge. And that is where everything... Okay, what, why is is the glob real? Um, uh, uh Mr. Mr. Le, wait, the the glob is real. 
Well, it's it's more of a, it's more of a blob. It's a blob. It's not a glob anymore. It's a blob. Wait, you mean a blob? Like the glob has taken on physical form and become a blob? Uh, yes, it has, and it, it's become it's gone from looming to uh, mo. It's not the data. The data's moving. In a in blob form, in blob form, yes, that's why we're here, Mister Armstrong. We, we uh, are trying to figure out how to deal with it. Wait, like, like, uh, how, how is it, uh, like, is it collected, uh, like, uh, organic matter? Uh, it has. Just like, dude, remember, didn't you write a novel about uh, this five years ago? I mean, I did, but it was, uh, yeah, that's another reason why we're here. Like, uh, it, it's performing just like it did in, it, it is, it's collecting water. And you know, like yes, it's 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 just like in a movie or your book. It's a giant blob. Well, wait a second. So you like you're saying the the glob? Are you saying the glob got this idea from my book? Uh, we theorize that the glob became aware it was a glob because of your like that it accidentally spilled. Like you had data spillage, or when we seized your data, we did have some data spillage. We also had some leakage, and then the glob at some point accessed your novel or television and movies. So this is the first data-driven glob blob we know of uh, in this form, in a gelatinous, you know, absorption form. And yes, so it is your fault a little bit. So what's it doing? Is it What's it doing? It's moving. It 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 it's growing, and it's headed. To, it seems to be interested in your old headquarters. Uh, we weren't aware of it for quite a while because the contract we had to monitor this kind of things. It turns out that company wasn't doing anything either. Uh, but at this point, so it's heading towards your your company's headquarters, and then at some point it'll encounter the the first large American city. So we're trying to figure out uh, what you would do about the the globed at this point. Okay, so you want me to stop a like an imaginary glob that's come become a blob that's become real? Exactly. Can you, and we're willing to take you with us. I guess let's go then. Uh, by the power podcasting, next time we see Philip, he's in a bunker with uh, some military people dressed in fatigues. Uh, okay, so just tell me everything. So tell me everything you've tried again. So you tried the the ditch. Yeah, uh, yes, sir. We tried it. We created. We tried to, to create a channel uh, uh, that it would enter, and then we could control its path. Uh, but we were unable to dig it. It just outpaced our digging. Of it. Like, we thought it would, uh, okay, so you thought you'd be like, uh, this guy, like, uh, like it would channel it into a river type thing, and then it would get stuck. Uh, correct. So we tried that, and then we tried freezing it to, uh, free, you know, freeze, uh, freezing uh, uh, capabilities we've had for a while now. Uh, so we launched a, like a massive freeze and, uh, that, uh, did, did, did freeze the surface of it. Uh, but it was able to kind of transfer, I think osmosis or something. And then there was friction and osmosis generated heat or something. And that, that didn't work. 
Uh, we tried heat, and uh, that that uh, did it did uh, make a sizzling sound, and like it didn't do much else it, because it, like it's so gelatinous, a lot of things just get absorbed inside of it. Uh, then we tried electrical things that uh, made it bigger, it made it grow a bit. Uh, we've tried conventional things, and that hasn't worked. Uh, radio waves uh, just get absorbed in. Most things just get absorbed in. Okay, what about um, have you communicated with it? Uh, no, we've we've tried, uh, like I said, radio waves also, like non-weaponized radio. We're talking radio waves, nothing, no response. And have you been monitoring the output, like the data? Is it outputting any data or any signals? No, sir. It's no signals are coming from it at all. It only absorbs. It uh, it, it absorbs all things. There's nothing coming out of it at all. Nothing monitorable or nothing at all. Uh, nothing at all. It does leave behind most things. Like uh, it takes. It seems to absorb things it thinks it can use, but dirt or. Uh, like it, it, like it doesn't have a like we've been studying it and like even though a lot of things can absorb it, we theorize that uh, it doesn't have a lot of mass. It's actually just like a person a little bit, mostly water, and then like a massive like I mean like a brain. I guess its brain is more collective and spread throughout the water of it. Is our theory that the data is also in some, like, we think it has some sort of physical systems or that the gelatinous water, uh, but we think it's imbuing the, the cellular structure it does have. It's complicated. Okay, so it has a distributed network inside it, and so it's just a giant watery brain is what you're saying. Uh, correct, for now. And so it's just a moving, watery brain that's just moving. And you, you said it's headed towards my old headquarters. Why would it be doing that? Uh, well, there's two, two, two reasons we theorize. One, all your research about the uh, sponge solution. Remember in Project Platypus, uh, you were theorizing that the data could be collected in sponge-like devices. And we've been un unable to get those off of your server. So we don't like, oh, so we, that's one theory. But also, like, uh, after you've left, your partner uh, became, began doing, uh, working with some people that were doing controversial fission uh, uh, reaction testing. And we believe that uh, maybe they've stumbled upon something and that uh, the, the, the blob. Uh, since it had access to all your data, uh, we think it. We think it also wants the, the, this fission reaction uh, device they were working on. Okay, but you you still haven't talked to the blob, so we don't really. It's globed or whatever. Like we still don't really know what it really wants, right? Uh, well, we know when. I mean, we're pretty sure it's causing a lot of trouble. We. I mean, you can't just have a blob rolling around the countryside. And it's only about 40 miles from the city. So, like, if it heads to the city, you just can't have a blob. It's, it's, it, we, okay, it's, it's a looming, I understand, I understand. Okay, stay calm. Okay, well, we have to, the only way we're going to stop it is if we, like, because you said, uh, 
Okay, I have to be able to interface with it. And you say it's just absorbing everything. Um, you don't have access. Hey, were, were you also... Okay, so I got to figure out a, a solution. I mean, we have to get in touch with the blob to at least even to even just uh, like override. I have to get in there and figure out what it's up to. And I guess the only way to do that is to interface with it. Um, like, do you remember the, there was a company we were competing with and they were working on a chip, uh, they could, you could upgrade the, the, you know, those add-ons when they started doing those implants. I have one of those chip implants. Oh, you have one of those. Yeah, I have one of those. But this was upgraded that would let you use all, like, because, you know, one of the largest, largest organs in our body is the skin. And it will let your just skin turn into, like, you'd start to use your skin cells. Do you, do you, do you guys have that device, like, uh, as a... As a biomechanical computer, I think if I could do that, um, maybe I could directly interface. I could just sit on top of it. Like, do you think I'd sink into the blob if you drop it on, drop me on top of it or something? Well, we were, this might work. We were thinking we could get those chips that they're monitoring us. So I'm sure someone's trying to get you one of those chips. Uh, but we've been thinking about uh, scuba, so we, we, we've been thinking about just having someone go in there and look around. So you're the person for that. What we could do is get you a scuba. Uh, I guess you would need your skin. I mean, you're going to wear a swimsuit at least, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, of course I'm going to wear a swimsuit. Uh, but what we could do is, yeah, we'll get you, uh, we'll set you up. We'll get, have you been, been scuba diving before? You just breathe, uh, breathe into the... Okay, well, let's just let's just get this moving, uh, and then I can tap into the thing. And with the magic of podcasting, the next time we see Mister Philip, Mister Armstrong, he's being lowered from a helicopter with a scuba tank on and a scuba like uh, what do they call it, a scuba mask and a like a an air thing. And flippers, which he kicks off. I think he was just wearing the flippers. I don't know what he was thinking. And he's lowered on the top of the blob. And just, you know, since you've never seen a blob before, you have, you know, pinkish, purplish goop uh, moving across the countryside. And uh, he's, he's still monitoring his audio. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so just curl. If, if I start to sink, curl up in a ball, you're saying... And then spread out and stretch out as much as I can. Okay. Just, oh, to see if I don't have to use my eye. And then just turn my, like, uh, well, maybe I don't need this scuba thing. Bring it anyway. Okay. Um, okay, I'm about to touch down. Yep, my, my feet are sinking in. Oh, spread out even on the surface. Okay, I'm going to lie on the surface. And I'm sinking in, so I'm going to curl up in a ball here, sinking into the goop, uh, activate skin-based skin based interface. Okay, it's booting up. Can't believe uh, I, I am I'm sinking in here, slowly, slowly sinking in, almost like... Uh, I remember somebody was telling me they went out into a mud bath... Uh, I think it was thicker than this. Okay, okay, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm about to enter the full blob entry. 
Okay, I've lost some radio contact already. This is very data dense. I can see little shiny things within the blob. Whoa, this is, uh, I'm staying curled up. Whoa, I don't know. Is this uh, the computer still booting up? This is, whoa, this is very psychedelic. So purpley. It's warmer than I would have thought a blob would be. And, uh, wait a second, my floating is stabilizing. This feels good against my skin, this, uh, oh, man, this is nice. I've never seen, I feel like I'm inside of stained glass, not a stained glass window. I'm in between a piece of stained glass. And, wow, this is really... And I can feel, I'm starting to feel the motion. Wait a second. Holy cow. This computer is way, I'm not only, I'm feeling the motion of this thing and feeling the entire mass of the, of the glob. Wow. Okay. Uh, maybe I should try communicating, right? Okay. Hi, hi, globed. No response. Where are you going? Okay, I'm just picturing that fission. Is it fission or fusion? Okay, I don't, I don't. Okay, it's not responding. Uh, glob to stop. Oh, man. I feel like it's, uh, wait a second, it is a, I feel like I'm absorbing the glob into my, Okay, wait a second. It doesn't know the difference between fission and fusion. I can just get a message outside. And I've got to think about the sponge-like nature of this blob. I mean, if I could somehow, if this thing is mostly water, and I could somehow send out a signal to send all the data point, if I can get the data... Okay, computer, start pulling in all the data uh, and pulling it within your store. You can get the storage for that. Okay, good. So much easier interfacing with these things with my brain. Okay. Bob doesn't, it's so distributed, it doesn't even have a central. It's like it's operating on some evolutionary scale. It's just going. Okay. And computer, uh, see if you could stack. Uh, is there anything we can do? I see a bunch of little shining pieces of metal. I assume that's what's causing an interference. We need to build a uh, an antenna uh, to the outside. Can we try to rearrange? Okay. Holy cow. Wait a second. I have the whole blob I'm interfacing with now, just like it was part of my skin. It is like some sort of osmosis-based computer interface. No, no. Okay. This is getting... I, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, wow. I feel like... I guess I can see how the blob doesn't... I'm like... like uh, I'm just rolling along here. It feels really good. I got to focus, though. 
Wow, it's so gelatinous. And okay, Bill, we need to keep keep piling that metal on metal. Uh, just keep it connected in the gelatinous until it reaches the surface. Okay, computer. Okay, it's it's at the surface. Send out a message to 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 get a hold of those that bunker, whatever. Should have got their number. Yeah, just send out a radio message. Oh, my radio is connected. Okay, if you can read me out there, uh, activate the like. Uh, I've got a plan. Activate that reactor at uh, at my old uh, headquarters. And uh, like once I enter the headquarters, I'll take over. I'll be oh wow! I'm already picking up a signals uh, from the Wi-Fi. Okay, never mind. I don't need your help anymore. Okay, so keep moving, Matt. Let's see if we can get a whole uh, giant antenna going on the outside. Wow, this is... I really have never flowed like this before. It's like it we're, we're kind of rolling, but like a progressive slow rolling. Man, dirt feels good this way. Not even that road feels good. I can feel the... The little edges of the asphalt are massaging me. Ooh, I just shook. I shimmered and shimmied. Okay. Okay, but being... Okay, I can't I gotta focus on being... I'm not a blob. I'm a person. Okay, what's that, computer? There's no place... Like, okay, can you start storing data in my uh, skin cells? And yeah, just you just figure, you, you figure it out. Just keep pulling the data. Yeah, if if it's active, if my skin, my like, uh, that's okay, perfect. Yeah, even in my hair, that's fine. Every, like, just use copy the data, and um, and then redistribute it into the uh into the water. Okay, now I'll just turn this uh, reactor up. It's gonna get really warm in there. And it should be just, I should be able to steam this whole thing away. Now, that's probably not the best news for me. But if I can get the block, okay, like, oh, yeah, how do we get through this? Oh, I guess you just knock that wall down. It's like we're just a giant mass of water, but, oh, boy, we're really flowing right into the building. Yeah, it's in the basement. You're going to have to flow all the way down there. And it doesn't look like anybody's here. Don't worry about getting the plans for the sponge. The, the, the sponges were just, uh, we were trying to, to get a government contract to save the company. And yeah, I wrote a knot. Wow. Flowing down an elevator shaft. Uh, hanging. Oh, we're springing back. Kind of like something when somebody has a cold, I feel like. Ooh, flowing through this basement and the stairwells. Oh, this feels good. It's slow, syrupy flow. I guess we're a little more viscous than syrup, though. I feel lovely, this purplish, pinkish, reddish hue all around me. Yeah, okay, send the message. I'm trying to distract the blob with my own awareness of how good it feels to be a blob as we head towards uh, the overheating uh, reactor. Okay, here, uh, no, 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 we'll cool, we're going to cool the reactor with our own water. 
And I guess I have to let myself go into the data too, because as I, as I try to collect the data, oh, I can feel us getting closer. The room's getting warmer, and I feel good in here. So snug, like a bug, flowing ever deeper into the quad sub-basement 22G. And I keep flowing and flowing lower and lower. But I gotta, like, uh, let's slow down, everybody, and pull right here at this door, because there's still parts of us all the way up to the top of the building. Four stairwells full of our goop uh, slowly. I love how our goop is so unified. We're not leaving anything behind. Everything is rolling like a liquid slinky. Uh, down four stairwells at the same time. Uh, down four elevator shafts. Oh. And pooling, and yeah, you're patient. Yeah, now it's like a little traffic jam of pooling, watering data that I'm one with, rolling back into me. I don't know if I'm increasing in density and mass, but I can feel you flowing back into me, myself, and now we're pushing closer. And I can feel part of us being pushed by the other part of us and evaporating uh, from the heat and cooling at the same time and pooling and evaporating. And actually the temperature is getting warmer. I'm going to breathe through my scuba gear uh, because I think, um, computer, how is our data? The data's become concentrated within the water within me. Oh, I can feel my, oh, but it's, my water in me feels a little bit different, but not that different. And outside of me, but I can feel more of our, wow, I've never felt my, like I said, yeah, really evaporating here. Never more aware of the evaporation and never more. Wait, wait, what's happening? My arm seems to be straight. Is this, what are you doing, Blob? Sending my, how is my arm stretching out? Oh, wait a second. What is coming from, even though we're evaporating some of the energy? Uh, there's something else other than fission or fusion in this reactor. It's flowing into my... Oh, it's stopping making sense because I'm stretched all the way up one of the stairwells uh, trying to pull my... Is this an instinct to pulling me away from the evaporating blob or the glob uh, pulling me out? This, uh, now I'm flowing away and out of the... The glob, I'm leaving you behind, but I still feel like you're, oh man, this is stopping, making sense. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm flowing up a stairwell. 
My arm is holding on and stretched uh, like a giant rope. Weird, man. This is totally psychedelic. I just feel like a, I feel like a Swedish, Swedish fish or something swimming upstream. And by the power of podcasting, uh, Mr. An- Mr. 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 Armstrong, Mr. Armstrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Armstrong, you did it. We're, we're the, we don't show any signs of the blob. We're all the way down there. The uh, reactor's been cooled. There is this other trace, this strange trace element uh, that that uh, is down there. We think your partner was experimenting with uh, uh, possibly from that meteorite. There was uh, something from that meteorite. Uh, he was attempting to c- combine fusion fission and whatever... Elements were in that meteorite, so we've cordoned off the uh, sub-basements, but there's no sign of the glob anywhere. Oh, wow. Uh, you've done it, sir. You're, you're a hero. You've saved us. So does that mean my sentence is going to be, like, a shortened? It mean, sir, it means you're, 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 well, yeah, you won't get any credit, but, yeah, we could do that, and uh, you're a hero, son. You saved, uh, you saved, uh, uh, you, whatever we did, we weren't sure exactly what could, you saved us from the looming uh, glob. Great job! Yeah. So we, uh, where, where am I? Uh, you're right at the exit. You got the door open, and then you kind of seemed like you were so exhausted from saving the day. I don't know how. How did you do it? Well, I just guided it down there to the reactor, and I knew if the water would evaporate we would lose like it would lose it wasn't sentient when i it was uh it was like evolutionary or something i don't know it was still didn't know what it was i guess it was kind of i don't know if it was weird even being in there like it was like being in stained glass i think i said did you hear that on the radio i think i don't know i, I can't remember sir but yeah, it, it's it's all evaporated now. Well, great job, sir. You saved the day, and uh, you 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 really even though no one will recognize you as a hero, you really are. Yeah, the last thing I remember is like stretching my arm out uh, so far. Must have been like a dream. Sounds like it, son. Uh, why don't they're going to take you in for? So why don't you just do some more rest and close your eyes and. Uh, We'll put you on this bed here, and we'll get you all checked out. How's that sound? Yeah, sounds great. I still feel a little bit like I'm like uh, have been swimming. You know, have you ever swam all day, and then you have the rhythm of the waves still in your body, flowing back and forth, back and forth, flowing. That's how I feel right now. Well, all right, son. Why don't you uh, go? Okay, I'm going to sleep as my bed floats off. Good night. All right, I want to say thanks to the people supporting the show on Patreon, Arturo, Daryl, and Shell. Thank thank you so much. Thanks and good night. Uh, thank you and good night to Paul and John and Andrea M. Thank you and good night. A big thank you to Dave and Emma and Penny. Yeah, thanks and thanks and good night. 
Uh, I'd like to give a thank you to Joe and to Charlie and Lauren. Thank you and good night. Uh, good, good night and thank you to Randall and Kate and Moderness. Uh, thanks and good night to Melissa C. To Corley and to Justin. Thank you and good night. Uh, big thanks and good night to Gray and to Mark and to Monica. Good night and thank you. Uh, good night and thank you to Susan. Good night and thank you to Selena and to David K. Good night and thank you. Thanks and good night to our friend Atomic April and Gia and Ava. Thank you and good night. Uh, thanks and good night to Cheryl and Sarah and Brett. Good night and thank you. Thanks and good night to Donna and Maggie and Hannah. Donna and Hannah, or if it's Hannah, then I'm messing up, but uh, thanks and good night. Uh, Julie and Alice and Charlotte, thank you and good night. Uh, uh, thanks and good night to Nayla and Kevin and B. Thank you and good night. Right, and we're on PayPal. I want to say thanks to Sarah Jane. Thanks and good night. Brian, thanks and good night. Hope, thanks and good night. Uh, the session, thank you and good night. Uh, Christopher S., thank you and good night. Mike M., thank you and good night. Uh, Dylan H., thank you and good night. Sandra W., thanks and good night. James P., thank you and good night. Janine, uh, Janine, thanks and good night. Mark, uh, thanks and good night. Uh, Joanne, thanks and good night. Karen, thanks and good night. And Luke, thank you and good night. And then on uh, Venmo, I want to thank Priya, thank you and good night. Uh, Persephone, thank you and good night. Ellen, thank you and good night. Uh, thanks and good night, everybody.